This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 303 with special guest Vinny Dean. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode or any discount codes for our sponsors can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 303. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by BioClarity. Go to bioclarity.com and use the code SHAMELESS at checkout to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase a skincare routine. Mamas, super exciting announcement. I am going to be the keynote speaker at Inspired Mama, which is going to be an event conference for moms. You all are asking me like, what conferences are for moms? Well, here's one for you. So Inspired Mama is a conference for moms. They're going to be providing a high energy inspirational day for moms to connect, grow, and become motivated to pursue greatness in everyday mommyhood. There's going to be speakers, breakout sessions, health panel, and shopping. So this is going to be in Grand Haven, Michigan, on March 23rd, and I want you to come. So if you're anywhere in the area near there, if you can make the trip, I would love to meet you. I would love to see you. I would love to chat with you and hug you and get to know you a little bit better. So check out the information over at inspiredmama.life and let me know if you get a ticket. I will keep an eye out for you. Post on social media. Let me know that you're joining me. Shoot me an email. I want to know if you're going to be there so I can keep an eye out for you. Again, go to inspiredmama.life to join us at the event. Hello, mamas. Happy Monday. So happy to be here with you today. And I'm going to tell you right now that there's a little mouse in my office named Vinny. He's smiling at me right now. He's going to be in my office while I'm recording. And this is an experiment. We'll see how it goes. 
He told me he's going to sit and color quietly. So if any of you have six-year-olds who sit and color quietly without talking for 30 minutes or so, let me know. Because historically, I have not. But we're testing this out today. So let's just see. You might hear some noises, some chatter, some... I don't know what else might be coming their way, Vinny. Oh, Vinny's going to come say hi. What did you want to say? Did you want to talk into the microphone? And some crayons. Oh, you might hear some crayons because that coloring's real loud. So, oh, not that loud though. Okay. So here we go. Let's just see how this plays out. So before we dive into our content, I want to congratulate a new Shameless Mom of the Week. So remember, the Shameless Mom of the Week comes from reviews left in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and you can leave a review and let me know how the show has positively impacted your life by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And that will put you right into the Apple iTunes portal. You just scroll down to rate and review the show. You leave your five stars. You write a few sentences about how the show has changed your life. And then you have put yourself in the drawing. So this week's Shameless Mom of the Week is Amelia Luna. She says, newly shameless, forever grateful. Episode 293 was the aha moment that I had when I realized this was what I needed to help me make it through those rough mommy moments. As a full-time mom and sole income provider, I try to find the balance between running a luxury boutique and winding down with my one-year-old daughter at the end of every day. Some days are hard and the nights are long, but it is so worth it. Admittedly, there are plenty of moments where self-doubt seems to creep in and unsettle my confidence, but the Shameless Mom Academy is what I now feel was a sign for me to stumble across and has made all the difference just listening to the first episodes. Thank you for creating a forum for women to be real about motherhood, no matter where they are in their life. Listening is now my new and favorite guilty pleasure. So I love that, Amelia. I'm so glad that you're here. Being the sole breadwinner, sole provider is challenging. And also that juxtaposition between running a business and then coming home and trying to be as successful in motherhood is a challenge for sure. So I totally admire what you're doing and I'm wishing you all the best and I want you to keep listening because I think you'll continue to grow and learn and thrive from your newly found place in the Shameless Mom Academy. So thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's dive in to our content today. So excited to be on this topic with you. This is something that I'm sure you will all find really relatable. This is something that happens here at our house on a regular basis. And this might be something that you can apply to yourself or maybe something you can apply to your child. So let's talk about six tips to turn around a terrible day. So I'm sure you all have a terrible start to your day here and there. Maybe your child does too. Hey, Vinny, do you ever have a terrible start to your day? Yep. You do? Do you want to come talk about it in the microphone? Mm. This is totally impromptu. You want to come talk about it? You don't want to talk about it? Can you tell me one thing that makes you upset sometimes in the morning? He's thinking. Do you want to say it in the microphone? That I have to wake up. Oh, that you have to wake up? Yeah. Is there anything else or is that it? Okay, so sometimes just having to wake up makes it a terrible day. Sometimes for mommies... We get a rough start to the day when we feel like we use all of our patience and energy just in the hour or two before we get children in the places that they need to go. So 
regardless of your situation, whether it is something that happened, maybe an interaction with a boss at work, maybe just that compounding effect of feeling like you have to show up so completely in motherhood and in your marriage and in managing a household and in being present at work. And sometimes it's like tiny paper cuts, right? Enough little things happening in a short enough window of time can make you feel like the walls are closing in and either you're imploding or exploding. And so what I want to impart on you today is the power that you have to turn that around. And we often don't recognize that we have that power. So I'm actually going to use an example. Vinny doesn't know this. I'm going to use an example that we had this weekend of feeling really frustrated. And I would say Vinny felt like he was having a pretty terrible day. Vinny, did you feel like you were having a terrible day on Sunday when we were going to ride your bike? I won't talk about you. Can I just talk about me? So we ended up not doing the bike ride. And I was feeling a little disappointed about it. Were you feeling disappointed, Vinny? Okay, he doesn't want to talk about it. But he said that I could talk about I pushed pause for a second. He gave me permission to talk about my experience on Sunday. So on Sunday, Vinny and I were gonna take a bike ride and things kind of fell apart as they do sometimes. So the bike ride was off the table. And we were both feeling pretty disappointed about that. And so I was trying to figure out how can we turn this day around? Because sometimes emotions run really high and we feel overwhelmed and we feel like, and this is an exact quote that I hear at my house sometimes, this is the worst day ever. And so I wanted to make sure that we didn't stay stuck feeling like this is the worst day ever because that is a really bad feeling to have. And you don't want to have that feeling at 10 a.m. and have it follow you the entire day. And I'm sure we've all been in situations where we have felt like I don't know how to turn this around. So here's what Vinny and I ended up doing. We had, after we got some emotions out through different means of conversation and tears, etc., I said, hey, do you want to listen to some music? And we ended up pulling out some old CDs of my husband's and putting them in a CD player in Vinny's room. And we laid on the floor and we listened to the Beatles and Nirvana. And I got to say, it worked. Vinny, did we feel way better after we listened to music? Oh, he has to come say it into the mic. Yes. We felt so much better, didn't we? Yeah. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, 
a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. I feel like it helped me turn around what felt like it was maybe going to be a terrible day. And I think Vinny would agree. So sometimes you just need to have something to shift the energy. And that was the struggle for us on Sunday is that even though we talked through the situation and we talked through the disappointment, turning that energy around was feeling heavy and hard. And again, at 10 a.m. on a Sunday, I was feeling a little stuck. And this music really helped us just lay down, relax. I rubbed his back. It actually was like really nostalgic for me to listen to Nirvana. Like I have not listened to them in so long. Of course, Vinny thought it was hilarious to pull out the Nirvana CD because there's a naked baby on the front. So like we all got our entertainment in. And, And yes, the baby's chasing a dollar bill. So entertainment for everyone. So what I wanted to impress upon you was how you can shift that energy and how you can feel that you have that power in you. Now, recognizing that sometimes, even though we know we have that power in us, we can't always grab it and we can't always use it to our advantage in the moments that we need it most. And so this is where we must have the tools in our back pocket and we must be able to talk ourselves into trying a few things. And you can tell them why I got upset. Oh, you want to tell them why you got upset? Okay. Because I had to put on my fluffy coat that made me feel like a chicken. Okay, that's why you got, yeah. So it was very cold out that day. And I told Vinny if we were going to do this bike ride that was a couple miles long, that he would need to actually wear a coat since it was 40 degrees. And he was really upset because he felt like his coat made him feel like a fluffy chicken. Is that what you felt like? Yeah. Yeah. So then I said, well, if you're not going to wear the coat, we can't do the bike ride. And that just turned into a lot of emotions. Thank you, Vinny, for sharing that, by the way. That will help other shameless moms. And maybe they could even share this episode with other shameless kids who might feel like their fluffy coats make them feel like fluffy chickens. Would that be helpful? Yes. Okay, thank you. (laughs) So I think that we have to have these tools in our back pocket and really feel like we have this arsenal behind us at all times. And then we have to try these things. It's like trial and error. So most of the things I'm going to share here, I find very consistently work. And as long as you use them. Now, sometimes we get let ourselves get stuck for too long and we don't actually try anything. And so I want you to be conscientious of when you're letting yourself stay stuck. When are you letting yourself just sit and stew about something when you really could be moving on and changing the course of your day and changing your attitude and just moving past something that doesn't need to be dwelled upon for too long? So here's tip number one to turning around a terrible day. Indulge in your senses. So this is actually what exactly what Vinny and I did. We turned on some music. I rubbed his back. That's two sensory experiences right there. And we just chilled out for a little bit. And that helped a ton. I like it when she loves my back. Okay. I'm going to hold on to the microphone now for a while. Thank you. 
Before we dive deeper, I want to talk about our sponsor today, BioClarity. BioClarity is a garden-given, skin-loving beauty brand that wants to help you achieve beautiful, naturally glowing skin. So what does healthy eating do for your body? It makes it feel better and look better. And that's what BioClarity does for your face. So their green skincare line offers essential products and nutrients to help clear up and calm your skin or keep it balanced on track with the daily nutrient enrichment that BioClarity ingredients provide. So BioClarity has two skincare routines. They have the clear skin routine, which is for a combination oily or breakout prone skin. And then they have the essentials routine, which is for normal or dry skin. So I tend to run dry. So I like the essentials routine. And I think this time of year, even if you're someone who has like combination or oily skin, this time of year in like the cold, dry winter, a lot of us just have like more sensitive skin, more dry skin. So the essentials routine can be really great for that wintertime skin and the hazards of winter weather on our skin. The three-step regimen is packed with gentle nutrients that nurture your natural radiance and cleanse, restore, and hydrate. So with the essential routine, what you're going to find is that the specific ingredients for this formulation soften the skin, minimize redness, reduce pore size, and even out skin tone and texture. They have really great ingredients. Every single thing in their products is 100% vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free. And here's the best part. Everything's 100% risk-free, money-back guaranteed. So if you try something and it's not your jam, no risk, right? You just send it back. Right now, for my listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you're going to get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free. But you need to enter my code SHAMELESS at checkout. So you're going to go to bioclarity.com and use the code SHAMELESS at checkout to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase your routine. Again, that's bioclarity.com and use the code SHAMELESS at checkout. So you can also do things like scroll through your phone. I know if I'm traveling and I'm feeling like down or bummed out about something, I'll scroll through my phone and look at baby pictures of any or look at video clips and things like that. So visual sensory, music sensory, touch can be helpful. So like going and getting a massage or like a pedicure with like an extra 10 minute foot massage, those kinds of things can be really helpful. Even laying with a heavy blanket on you or laying with a weighted eye mask. So you could even do this with like a little bag of rice across your eyes and lay down in darkness and the pressure on your head can actually feel really good. So sensory experiences can be very de-stimulating for us and that can be really helpful. Petting your dog. So that's another visceral sensory experience. Petting a cat, lighting a scented candle. All these things that indulge your senses can help to start shifting your energy. Number two, get sweaty. So even just five or 10 minutes of movement can help a ton. I can't tell you how often I will feel stuck, whether I'm feeling like emotionally frustrated or just feeling stuck on something in my head. A 10 minute walk literally changes everything like every single time. And there's even times where I'm like, this time it's not going to work. Like I'm like feeling like defiant, like I'm going to just test this to make sure it doesn't work. And then it still works. So just getting some movement, I say get sweaty, but honestly, you don't even have to sweat like 10 minutes of movement and just a walk can be really helpful or set a timer and do like some jumping jacks and some pushups and just getting your blood pumping can be super, super helpful. So getting sweaty or movement of any sort like five sun salutations, seven sun salutations, anything that just gets your blood flowing is going to be helpful. Also, anything that gets you breathing deeply is going to be helpful. So sweating, breathing, movement, all super, super helpful. 
Number three, talk it out, scream it out, cry it out with a partner or a friend. So really give yourself space to process when you need space to process. Some of these things are things that we need to like, sometimes we just need to like, you know, listen to a song and move on or go for a walk and move on. Other times there's things where like we're having an emotional moment and we actually need to process those feelings and doing that with someone else can make it way better and help us work through it. And so finding a place and a partner and a support system where you can do that. So Vinny and I had that with each other on Sunday where we ended up having a big conversation and then we felt better and then we agreed to listen to music. So we were able to talk it out. I can tell you that it took talking it out at the time that that was appropriate for us to be able to move on. So figuring out when are you ready to talk it out or when do you just need like a girlfriend to like scream it out? I definitely know that there's people like if I'm going to flip out about something, I know who the go-to people are in certain categories of my life. And so I'm like, here are my people that I cry to. Here's my people that I scream to. like All those kinds of things. Vinny's laughing that I have people that I cry and scream to. Number four, the fourth thing that you can do, the fourth tip to turn around a terrible day is make a gratitude list. Now, I will say, I think this is probably the hardest one because I get a little indignant about gratitude if I'm in a really rough place. But if I make myself do this and really see it out, I can start to shift my perspective. And so sometimes... I get a little like an example would be if I'm feeling super frustrated by something or angry or, you know, my feelings are really hurt. Writing a gratitude list sometimes feels a little bit like, yeah, yeah, like I know I should be grateful because I have my health and my home and blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's easy to be dismissive of those things. So what I try to do with that is get really little Instead of thinking of the big things kind of that are our go to gratitude responses, get really little. Like on a day that I'm feeling super frustrated, I'm grateful that I get to work from home, or I'm grateful that I can put on my coziest sweatshirt, or I'm grateful that I have this friend to text, or I'm grateful that, you know, the dog who normally drives me crazy is like willing to sit here and let me pet her. So being grateful for really little things that aren't your go to things. I'm grateful for this, you know, special flavored tea, or I'm grateful that like, thank God I have some chocolate in the house, whatever, like finding those really little things, not necessarily being like, it doesn't make me feel better at least to dive into like, I'm grateful for my home and my, you know, that I have a stable job and all those kinds of things. Like that's not the kind of gratitude practice that I find to be the most beneficial in those moments. That might just be me though. So that's kind of a potential distinguishing point that you might want to note for yourself. And number five, your fifth tip to turn around a terrible day is to write down 10 affirmations of where you're headed as if you're already there. So this is super powerful. And I will tell you, this is really uncomfortable and feels super weird if you've never done it before, but it's also really exciting and liberating. And so when I am feeling stuck, if I'm feeling stuck in business or feeling just a lot of self-doubt or feeling down on myself for some reason, writing out 10 affirmations of where I'm headed as if I'm already there make me feel like doors start to open for me and like I have a renewed sense of like, oh yeah, this is where I'm going. And so I write down 13 affirmations every morning as if they've already happened. And my affirmations are things like, I speak on stages for 10,000 people crowds. And I have a seven-figure book deal. And we have a lake house. And we live debt-free. And my family has excellent physical and emotional health. So there's things like that. Those are affirmations that I write down every single day. 
And when I write those down, I immediately like the weight of the world that sometimes rests on my anxious mind immediately feels less because I think, oh, wait, this is where I'm going. And so these little things that sometimes I get bogged down in the minutia of the day, the details of the day, or like these, you know, sticky moments of the day feel much smaller when I have this bigger picture sense of where I'm going. And number six, the sixth tip to turn around a terrible day is to be of service. Go do something to help someone else. So going and doing something for someone else can be something big or be something little. And I know for me, as soon as I like go into my emails or my social media and say something kind to someone else, I feel better. As soon as I go to the grocery store and able to have like a positive interaction with someone else where I can say thank you for being of service to me, that actually makes me feel way better. So that sounds like a little contradictory to say like be of service by being grateful to someone who's being of service to you. But I will tell you, there's been so many times where I've been in a bad mood or feeling stuck about something and feeling like just the universe is like, does not have my back on any given day. And I do something like go to Trader Joe's or go to like somewhere where there's just good customer service. And as soon as someone is friendly and engaging to me, I can say like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And that helps boost them to be able to have gratitude bestowed upon them. And it helps boost me. So that is being of service. That might sound like a funny example of being of service, but it is being of service. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Another example of being of service is literally going and doing something for someone else, going and making a donation somewhere, going and donating your time somewhere, going and taking flowers to a neighbor. My mom actually recently had me set up these automatic donations on Amazon, or not automatic donations, but had me set up a donation on Amazon to a charity that she's helping support who works with young moms who are in transition from homelessness and treatment centers with their babies. And 
she was asking me like if I'd be able to help out in any way. And I said, yes, of course. And so I can't tell you, like if I'm in the middle of a bad day for me to go over and look at like their Amazon wish list or send them some diapers or some baby wipes, like I immediately have this very different perspective of what I'm going through. So being of service to others can look like a million different things, but it can feel really good. I know a couple of weeks ago, our neighbors had a baby. So we went in the middle of one day and took them food and peanut butter, dark chocolate peanut butter cups, because I swear that's what every nursing mama needs. And just all these things and being of service in that little way felt really, really good and helped turn around a day that was feeling a little long and tricky in the middle of our winter break. How about the light one? Yeah, I like that one. We have to have crayon discussions every now and then. So being of service to other people can really help break up your mental space and shift things again, just transferring that energy and helping you shift into a more positive place. And also taking the focus off of yourself and taking the focus off of your mental load. And I think that's the biggest thing is when you're being of service to someone else, you are distracted from your own mental load for a while and you're distracted from the weight of your own emotions. And that's not to say that you should ignore your own emotions or you should ignore the things that are weighing you down, but also the distraction from them sometimes helps you realize that in the long run, that load or those burdens that you are carrying or taking on, you had maybe made them bigger than they needed to be. So with all that said, I'm going to ask Vinny, do you want to come back over here, Vinny? And I'll ask you another question. So yeah, the next time you're having a terrible day where you're feeling like, sometimes you say to me, today's the worst day in the world. So the next time you're feeling like that, what's something that you can do to feel better? Um, Were you listening to the things I was saying a little yeah, bit? Assertive. Yeah. Oh, you can, you can assertive. Do you know what that means? It's okay if you don't. Could you listen to music in your room again? Yeah, with you. Oh, yeah, we could listen to music together. And um, we could play games. Oh, that's a good idea. We could play a game. Okay, so friends, next time we have a rough day over here, we're going to listen to music together and play games, and I'll let you know how that goes. Hopefully, it'll go really, really well. So I hope that was helpful to you. I hope that those six tips will help you turn around a terrible day. I want you to recognize that in the grand scheme of things, we often feel stuck for moments or we often feel overwhelmed for moments. And then there's also times and phases where this feels like it's taking longer and we feel stuck for longer periods. And so I want to differentiate for just a minute the difference between feeling stuck in a moment and feeling stuck in a phase, because those can be very different and those should be managed differently. So being stuck in a moment is you can treat that with the things that I just talked about today. If you are feeling stuck in a phase, I want you to also recognize the power of seeking support and help and letting other people know what you're going through. This has come up a lot in our private Facebook group, which is why I'm bringing it up here. People saying that like, I've been in a funk. I just don't feel like myself ever since I had a baby or this has come up a couple of times in people's situations where they have a toddler and then they're pregnant with a second, which is just hard, hard work. And feeling like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. If you're feeling stuck in a phase, seek help. Ask your doctor for help. Ask for a referral to a therapist. Tell your husband like you need more time to have connection and conversation. Or tell a girlfriend that you need that. 
but really find a place where you have a support system and a sounding board. And if you don't have that built in, you must ask your doctor for referrals to someone who can help you with that. Because I don't want you to be in a situation, none of anything I recommended today should be a replacement for long-term mental health care if that's what you actually need. And I don't want to take lightly the difference between a terrible day and a terrible phase and the impact that that can have on your life over the long haul. So if you're feeling like you were in a terrible phase and you're really struggling to get out of it and like you're feeling this overwhelming slump, please do reach out and ask for help. And please do reach out and ask for help from qualified professionals. I know that so often in our Shameless Mom Every Damn Day group, my response to things is, I think you need to go see a therapist because when you are in these places where your mental health is being compromised because the burden and the load feels so big for such a long time, this is not a place where you just need to go listen to a good song. This is not a place where you need to like make a gratitude list. This is a place where you need some ongoing support. And I think that we often wait way too long to look for that. And we wait until things become too critical or too acute when the reality is we could all use that kind of support on an ongoing basis, even under the best of circumstances. So that's my plug for therapy today. (laughs) I don't want you all to be stuck in phases where you feel like you cannot reverse it on your own. So there you have it. Thank you for listening. And Vinny, thank you for joining me today in the Shameless Mom Academy. Do you want to come say bye? Bye. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, 
have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.